This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Scorecard. Many doubted we'd ever see it. Where we focus on Chicagoland and national golf news. But here it is. The return to glory. Can't help but think of the long one he made in San Diego to pick up his first PGA Tour win in style. Here it comes. Here it watch out. Comes. And there's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. With your hosts, score golf expert and editor of Chicago District Golfer Magazine, Barry Cronin. Well, here it comes. Oh my goodness. And Mike Esposito. In your life have you seen anything like that? Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. And good Saturday morning, everybody, and welcome into another edition of The Scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Alongside Barry Cronin, I am Mike Esposito. Barry, of course, the editor of the Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Uh, Barry, it's uh, not like we have uh, anything exciting going on in golf recently, or coming up for that matter, as we uh, look ahead to the Ryder Cup. But hey, how about that uh, finish in the BMW last week? Well, you know, normally, Mike, by the time we get to Saturday, um, I almost forget about what happened the Sunday before at the tournament. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it yeah. seems like, you know, it seems like, wow, that happened a long time ago. You know, because we're on to this week's event, and uh, and looking forward to other events. But man, uh, that that. Uh, I mean, I, I I think I told you off the air. I was uh, I was out at a block party, you know, because I just you know I'm recording mm-hmm. it, of course. I'm out at the block party, and I've got neighbors who are like, they hardly play golf, you know, they don't know anything about, it. and they're coming up to me saying, "Oh my God, did you see this playoff? You can't imagine what's going on right now." And then this guy hit it inside of this guy, and oh my, it's six holes, and I mean, people were going crazy, and so. Uh, Obviously, I went back and looked at it, and uh, knew, knowing that uh, Cantley won. Sure. Uh, but it was amazing. It's one of those. It's one of those. You ever watch? A, if you go back and watch a football game on uh, that you've recorded, and you go, "Wait a minute, there were only there was only one minute left in that game. How did those? How did that team get two touchdowns and win in that period of time? Because you know that the other team won." Uh, anyway, uh, it was the same thing with this. Uh, how could, sure. how could uh, uh, DeSh- DeShambo have missed one putt or the other, you know, et cetera. So it was cool. 
Well, and, and it's funny because we were at, and you know, you, call, you know, me and uh, my nine-year-old, we were at a a nine-year-old fourth-grade fantasy football draft at a, at our friend's house. But in the background, <laughs> the adults, you know, the dads, we, we were a lot watching. of cash there. Mike, was there a it was, was there a it lot was, of cash? Uh, there was a lot of pe- around. Wow, there was a lot of pe- there was a lot of pizza there, and the kids were having fun. And the dads, <laughs> as I was just about to say, the dads adjourned to the to the big screen to, to watch the playoff because that was the timing when we were there. And uh, we were laughing and I, I was laughing and I, I blame us because last week on the scorecard, we congratulated Mr. DeChambeau on his wonderful putting leading to his 60 uh, that he shot uh, in one of the, uh, the, the early right. rounds there. And I feel like we jinxed him because uh, he, he missed several, <laughs> several of those putts that could have won things for him. <laughs> At uh, at the at the end there in the playoff. Well, and it was interesting that Azinger was pointing out um, that uh, DeChambeau on uh, Friday he was he was uh, going for 59. He had a six footer for birdie, which would have had him shoot 59, 12 under par 59, uh, and he missed it to the left. And um, Azinger pointed out that in the playoff, and even during the regulation period when he could have won, uh, he was pulling his putts, hitting all of his putts to the left, um, uh, until he missed one to the right, of course, and which contradicted everything Azinger said. And you know, broadcasters, we get contradicted every every time we open our mouths, kind sure. of. Sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, but and, and it was a constant, but it was pretty much a theme that he was missing those putts to the left, and, and that Aziker pointed out. And uh, but it was a remarkable tournament, just remarkable. And to me, Mike, what it showed was the difference in styles between them. I mean, DeChambeau was fantastic. I mean, he just blasted the ball. Not only did he blast it, 360 off the tee. And they wasn't getting a lot of roll. I mean, that that was that that was a very soggy, wet golf course. Um, and right. He wasn't getting a lot of roll. He was pounding it 30 yards past Cantley every time, and Cantley didn't even care. Cantley wasn't even looking at him. I mean, it was yep. like, okay, you hit it 360. I'm gonna hit it 310, and uh, we're gonna go from there. Uh, and and that's what happened. It was cr- it was it was just great. No, it was absolutely great, and it's funny because, and we will on this show talk to uh, a long drive competitor, Steve Kois from the Chicago area. There's a long drive competition coming up at Cog Hill, but uh, we all know Bryson is the poster boy for that, and we've talked about it. Everyone loves hitting hitting big off the tee. It's not necessarily your your uh, best way to to a great game, but certainly. Uh, uh, we saw that uh, paradox uh, in in the playoff last week with uh, with Cantley and with uh, Bryson. Right, and I think uh, Bryson showed on a couple of those holes when he was, uh, you know, he muffed a couple of um, uh, little pitch shots from the rough. I mean, there was some heavy rough around those greens. Um, he is not deft. I I, I look at it, and again. Um, you know, not only am I a, 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 have we disc, we, we are ep, uh, amateur epidemiologists, we're also That's right. amateur golf uh, instructors. So, <laughs> I mean, I look at him and and the way that he like the way that he holds the club and he's 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 all straight. You know, his lines are he wants mm-hmm. everything to be perfectly straight, and I get it um, from a physics and geomet- geometrical standpoint, etc. But when you have your arms that straight, you know, and you're trying to uh, pitch the ball from around the green, 
most people, of course, you have your arms, your, your elbows are bent, and you have a little bit of flexibility and some softness in your hands. And it doesn't seem that that's a, that's a viable stance for him. Plus, he's got, um, he's got the, the, all of his uh, clubs are the same length. So for the average other golfers, we have different length clubs so that when we get down to a, uh, a sand wedge around the green... I'm pretty sure he's still got the long, uh, the long, the same length clubs as his seven iron. I could be wrong about that, so I know we'll get uh, people to tell us we're wrong. But um, it, it just seemed to be very awkward uh, when when he was putting. But uh, I mean, when he was pitching and chipping, um, mm-hmm. so that was really a problematic. Um, but he did, you know. And then on the playoff hole, uh, uh, he hit the ball in the water after Cantley made that unbelievable putt, and he, and then he missed his little putt that he thought he could win. He hit the ball in the water off the tee, and, and you thought, well, now he's going to take a drop, and he's going to lose. And then he gets it up and down from, you know, whatever, right. 150 yards, whatever he had left. It was it was just, uh, it was great. But you were mentioning uh, the guys hanging around your TV, Mike, yep. uh, at, at, the, at the kids' draft. Um, I, I gather the guys were going nuts, right? Absolutely no, and and it's funny because we talk about on uh, on the show about the you know the polarizing nature of Bryson DeChambeau, and some yes. people love him and some people don't, and and what I found was exactly that there in in my friend Brian's living room is that you had some people <laughs> like oh this guy you know I hate this guy and the other people are like no this guy's awesome and it's like it 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 adds to the fun I mean I know sometimes it can be a sideshow and some of the stuff he does uh, rubs people the wrong way but. Um, it, it definitely draws interest. It's definitely uh, something uh, that people latch onto, either one way or the other. And, and now look, and, and you talk about, uh, um, you know, we, we've certainly talked plenty about the Ryder Cup coming up. Um, and Bryson is is sitting at third in the rankings. And, you know, the top six are going to make it. And then Steve Stricker is going to have to figure out who the other six are going to be. But uh, looky here, after the finish uh, at the BMW, who is number six now is Patrick Cantlay and, and his buddy at number three is Bryson DeChambeau, who's yeah. sitting right well, there next to Brooks Kepka, which makes me laugh anyway. Exactly. So Steve Stricker's sitting in the captain's room going, who can I pair this guy with, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I guess he should probably pair him with uh, Jordan Spieth, who's got a great short game and can put lights out uh, no matter what, anytime, any place. Um, that might be, and plus, uh, Spieth's such a nice guy that he can play with anybody. I mean, he played with Patrick Reed, who was the other most polarizing guy. Because can't put um, Bryson DeChambeau with Cantlay, really, and then you can't really put him with um, you can't put him with Brooks Kepka, despite what Greg Norman, the the, the golf Greg Norman said uh, that he he recommended that uh, Stricker put put uh, Kepka and uh, uh, DeChambeau together, which is just insane. But, yeah. so, you know, who are we going to pair him with? Uh, it's Reed's not going to make the team because he's the other most polarizing in golf, and you could probably put the two together right. and solve two problems by just doing that, you know? That, <laughs> how would that be for an all-time pairing, right? I mean, that's crazy. Um but you, you mentioned Stricker, and you know, so so you're looking at you know Morikawa, DJ, and then you have uh, Bryson and, and Brooksy, uh, as they like to call each other. Uh, Justin Thomas, right. Cantlay is sixth, but 
you know, I, I got to imagine uh, Xander Schauffele is going to get the nod. I mean, he's had a great oh, year. Oh, yeah. Spieth, yeah. you mentioned. He's had a great year. Um, Tony Finau yes. is is technically ranked seventh. We've talked about him maybe playing his way onto there. Uh, but Steve Stricker oh, yeah. does have he's got some he's got some decisions, some tough decisions to make there. Well, you know what, Mike, I really think the top the top nine are locked in. Um, uh, Finau is seventh, he'll make it. Shuffle eighth, he'll make it. Spieth is ninth, he'll make it. Then you go to ten, and you have Harris English, mm-hmm. um, and I I don't know, you know, he had that uh, uh, that meltdown. Um, at Memphis, and that was uh, that was kind of tough. Uh, that was not a not a, you know, that was not a a good day for him. So, um, but you never know. I mean, he could uh, something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Patrick Reed, he had uh, double pneumonia a week or so ago. I I don't know that he could recover. Yeah. Go play the Ryder Cup. I mean, he's a great Ryder Cup player. Great short game. Just a great spirit, Captain America, all that stuff. Um, and then after him, you have Daniel Berger. I don't know. Webb Simpson, great short game, but a great veteran on losing teams. Scotty mm-hmm. Scheffler, boy, great young player, but young he hasn't kid, really yep. won consistently on tour. But but just a, you'd love to have a guy like that on tour. He hits it forever. He's a good putter, a good all-around player. Then you have Jason Kokrak. I don't think he's making it. And then you got Sam Burns, who's very intriguing. We've talked mm-hmm. about him the last few weeks, man. Right. He's a he's a baller. He's a great player, and uh, he's playing really well now. He's done great in the playoffs. Um, uh, so I think he might be a good guy uh, well, to look at. So and, and then we go to Horschel, not going to make it. Kisner, not going to make it. Kevin, not. I doubt it. And then you come to Phil Mickelson at yep, twenty. That's. Uh, winner of the PGA Championship, veteran. Um, he could be a calming force in that room uh, where Tiger's not going to be um, and somebody everybody looks up to. And, of course, a better short game probably than anybody there, including right. Spieth. Um, well, so one of the best it, it ever be to really ever do interesting it. Yeah. For, no, absolutely. That's, yep. that's that's the trick, right? He's he's all the way down to 20 on the rankings. He's old. You know, you could you could you could list out the reasons why not to take him, <laughs> but you just made the case for him, right? And and you know, I'm sure it helps that Steve Stricker, a guy of similar age, uh, who's been around the block with Phil, uh, is the guy picking the team. Right. You you got to think that at least I think that uh, Phil has a a, a good a, a better than average shot at getting this. Well, he does because, you know, Horschel, re- Kokrak hasn't done anything lately. Horschel hasn't really done anything lately. Kisner won the won that uh, that Wyndham tournament mm-hmm. um, and said, oh, I want to be on the Ryder Cup team, and he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Yep. So, I mean, I love Kisner, but I don't think he can make it. Kevin Na, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. He doesn't really do it. I love him as a player. I love him as a guy. I don't know that he does anything for me on this Ryder Cup team. Mickelson, though, you know... I think that might be something that's going to happen. Yeah. Because the guys, the guys who were 21, Max Homa, no, no, Zalatoris, you know what? He was yep. great at the Masters, and he's he's kind of not, you know. And yep. then Woodland, no, Harmon, yeah, think, he's played great throughout the year, but I don't know. A, I don't and think, a guy with a great short game, no doubt about it. And then yeah, you get to think, Matthew Wolf at 25, not going to happen. I mean, you, it's just not going to happen. 
Yeah. Well, and you know what? We'll, we'll continue no. to talk about this uh, throughout the show here. Ryder Cup coming up uh, shortly. I should tell you, our guests are uh, Steve Coyce. Uh, he is a long drive hitter, long drive competitor. He'll be shooting at Cog Hill uh, Golf and Country Club September 11th through the 19th. Uh, there's an event there. We'll talk to Steve next. Our swing thoughts, Chris Gumbach, head pro from River Forest Country Club. Uh, we'll talk Ryder Cup with Mike Gilligan from Chicago District Golf Association. He was also uh, a former Ryder Cup tournament director. And then uh, if you love golf TV and who doesn't, uh, a s- new show on NBC Sports Chicago, Member Skills Challenge Championship. We'll talk to the producer of that show. Uh, Tim Morris will join us uh, at 740. Uh, when we return, Steve Coyce, long drive uh, competition coming up. We'll talk to Steve next. This is the Scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito, right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score. Alongside Barry Cronin, I am Mike Esposito and... Who doesn't love to crush the ball down the fairway? I know Barry does. I know I do. I know it doesn't happen often, Barry, but our next guest is a guy who could teach us a thing or two about that. Uh, We will uh, now jump out to the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Uh, Wheaton native and uh, long drive competitor, one of the best in the country, Steve Coyce joins us. Hey, Steve, good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. Good morning, Steve. We really appreciate you being with us. And um, it's timely because uh, from September 11th through the 19th, uh, the ultimate long drive uh, competition is going to be going on at uh, Cog Hill Golf and Country Club, Palos Park, formerly Lamont, you know, out on Archer Avenue uh, out there in the in the in the far southwest suburbs. And um, you're going to be participating in that. And uh, tell us a little bit about it, Steve, uh, about that event, whatever you know about it. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this event in particular, not only because it's a major championship, 
but it's going to be at Cog Hill, like you said. So I, I got to work with Mike Gilligan and Troy Newport and Catherine Jemsek there uh, to get, actually get the grid built. So they built a custom grid, perfectly flat, goes out, I think, to 500 yards. So we'll be able to just hit some crazy bombs out there, and it's going to be a great event. So the the, uh, the, the grid, uh, for people who are familiar with Cog Hill, it's not on the Cog Hill driving range. It's it's south. It's some property that the Jemsic family owns south of uh, across Archer Avenue, um, and they've cleared it out. And how how long, uh, 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 you know, like how long is it, like 500 yards long? I don't know how far you guys can actually hit it. Yeah, I think it does go out to 500 yards. They took a big piece of property that they had, and the grounds crew there did a fantastic job of leveling it, clearing all the, the trees and brushes and everything. So as far as I know, because I haven't been able to hit on it yet, um, it's perfectly flat, uh, beautiful grass. Hopefully it'll be pretty firm. Uh, I guess this time of year, hopefully we won't have too much rain and we can really uh, maximize the grid there. Talking with uh, Steve Coyce, uh, he'll be competing in the long drive competition at Cog Hill Uh, as Barry mentioned, September 11th through the 18th. Now, I know from your background, Steve, that you're a a personal trainer. So I got to imagine, and we've seen this with Bryson, and, you know, everyone likes to bang it like Bryson, right? I mean, that the the physical fitness aspect of this is is a big thing, right? Because a lot of that is uh, being able to to do certain things with your body. Am I I right with that? Absolutely. And it's, uh, it's the kind of thing where everybody can get a little bit better. And a lot of times it's very simple stuff, just like with the golf swing, you got to have a good grip. you got to have a good stance, things like that. So the fundamentals of just being more active, maybe going for a walk or doing some body weight, you know, squats or push-ups or something like that can really help most people. As you get into the more advanced stuff, like what Bryson is doing, like what me and the other long drivers do, then it gets, you know, fairly specialized. But everybody benefits from, from just any activity, and it really does carry over to your golf game. Yeah, well... We, we, we all need help in that regard. I, I take a lot of walks, so I, I guess uh-huh. i got to do something else, too. Um, yeah, so so uh, how did you get into this, Steve? Uh, you were just a regular, I'm sure like you grew up, you're just a regular golfer like the rest of us, probably not like the rest of us, way better than the rest of us. And uh, well, tell us a little bit about your journey from you, you know, your childhood on. Well, thankfully, I have always hit it far, right? You know, it, that's been something that I've just been blessed with. I'm very thankful to, to enjoy that. Um, but, of course, my training has made it further. So I started off, I played junior golf, uh, played in college, at Wheaton College, um, and then did a little bit of mini tour stuff. But, like I said, I've always hit it far. So eventually I just tried out for the World Long Drive uh, Championship at the time, and I did really well. I got off to a great start and, and didn't look back for a while. So I, my, Barry, I think you and I might have talked about this off air, but – my very first shot ever in long drive went 419 yards, and I had no idea if I could really compete with the other people or anything like that. And I hit that shot, and I was like, oh, I guess I, I can compete. And then my second shot went 420. So uh, it's, wow. been, it's been a really fun uh, jump into it. COVID messed up long drive like many other things, and so we really didn't have a season last year. So this year there are actually two world championships, and uh, – now I'm, I'm, I, I got into tournament golf again last year as, as a, a way to fill my time and to you know, be productive. Uh, but now I'm back fully into long drive, and the next month or so is going to be crazy um, with that. So 
they they put up somebody puts up a purse for you guys to compete with. So how many guys would be in the field, and how much are you playing for? So for this event at Cog Hill, uh, it's limited. I believe just just fewer than a hundred people, and there actually are different divisions. So you have an amateur division, which I think is great. You've got hundreds of people that are uh, qualifying, trying to qualify for the national amateur long drive championship and things like that. And then they get uh, exemptions here into the world championship. Then there's the women's division, the senior division, and the open men's division. And I think they've restricted it down to just under 100 people um, based on ranking and qualifications and stuff like that. I don't have the purse information. Um, I think it, I think it's kind of growing uh, every day as sponsors and other companies just feel uh, like a lot of more interest is going into long drive, especially like we've talked about Bryson here. He's going to be uh, competing in in the uh, second world championship later in the month, um, but there's a lot of a lot of growing in it right now. Yeah, I got to imagine, and you know, Barry and I always marvel at the the growth of the game of golf, and uh, you know, the purses certainly reflect that. You know, compared to you know a few decades back, and then you you had the Tiger explosion, and really, I mean, the the level of play right now that people are. Um, are, are experiencing on the PGA tour. It's just phenomenal. And we see it uh, every weekend there on the tour. So I got to imagine as, uh, as you're getting into, uh, you know, long drive uh, teams and different things that, that, that benefits everybody. I mean, and people are, are interested in these things that Lord knows they are. I mean, we hear about Bryson all the time on the show. Yeah, that's right. I think a lot of people can relate to it because they go out to top golf or a driving range, top tracer range, and, and just try to see how far they can hit it. I mean, that's one I think, for everybody. Uh, I hope so. I hope I can help them maybe. But, um, yeah, that, you know, that takes up an hour instead of playing a full round. So sometimes that's just a little bit better for the average uh, golfer. So, um, Steve, what has Bryson, uh, his interest in this and his uh, obsession with uh, long drive uh, and his, his really his interest in, in, in you guys, he's really – uh, taking long drives seriously, and I think um, giving your uh, little unique group of golfers uh, some, some a lot of credibility, which I think you know you were you were over in the corner, you know, of of golf, like yeah, those weirdo long drive guys. But I think Bryson <laughs> has really given you guys the credit a lot of credibility. Yeah, I think so, absolutely, and it's been. Exactly like you said, people often think of long drivers as uh, like a one-trick pony to, to try to put it, I guess, nicely. But uh, they do one thing. They hit it really far. And, of course, with that comes really errant shots. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants to stand up on the tee and hit 2 OB and then hit a good one. But I think that they're seeing with what Bryson is doing and with some of the other long drivers who also play good golf that they don't have to be exclusive. You actually can hit it really far and hit it accurately. And so I hope that and most people, as they see that, as they see what Bryson is doing and as they hopefully watch the world championships here, uh, they'll see that you can have that combination uh, that really does carry over uh, to, to lower scores. Well, it was last, amazing. It was amazing last Sunday when, when Bryson was just pounding that ball and he was, you know, for the most part, right down the middle, uh, he hit it in the water one time during the playoff, but but I mean he he was able to get up and down, which was unbelievably great. Um, and so uh, you can I think he's proving that you can hit it far and sure, as they used to say at Chicago Golf Club in Wheaton. 
That's right. And I think one time, one example of how people can, uh, can find that for themselves is let's say that you hit it uh, 250 yards on average with your driver. If you can kind of uh, reach and, and maximize your abilities, and let's say you get to 275, then that's your new uh, driver number. When you go back down to 250, you've got the, the muscles, the speed, the strength, all that stuff to make that 250 yards much more consistent. You're no longer swinging out of your shoes to get the 250. Now the 250 is easy for you. Mm. Last minute or two here with Steve Coyce, uh, long drive competitor uh, with uh, the event coming up at Cog Hill September 11th through the 18th. <clears throat> I want to take it back to the training you do for this in the fitness because uh, just just knowing the workouts that you put into this, what, what do you consider to be, and I know this is boiling it down to, to be a very simplistic type thing, and it is not this simple, but in terms of preparing for this, what, what, what are the one or two things that you would suggest to people of like, hey, if you're going to try this, you absolutely have to do A and B? <laughs> that, that is a tough question because I could talk for, for days about all of this, but uh, I guess I would, let me give you one uh, strength thing and then one technique thing. So the strength thing would be, or exercise tip would be to build up core strength in the right way. And a lot of people do sit-ups or planks or, or like Russian twists or something for your core. And I would suggest you should train it differently. Do deadlifts or squats or, or something where you're actually holding a lot of weight and your body has to brace against that weight. It's a very different kind of core strength because you do have different muscles and you've got the abs, you've got the more uh, deep ones. And so right. train those deep ones, train holding heavy weights. And then the technique tip would be to tee it higher and to put the ball further back in your stance. So an average golfer is going to hit down on the ball. They'll put too much spin on it and they'll put too much side spin uh, for a cut or a slice. So if you tee it up higher, you're going to want to hit up on it a little bit more. It'll help you. And then if you put it back in your stance a little bit, you also tend to come a little bit more from the inside. So practice that a little bit on the range, and I think you'll see it'll launch a little higher with lower spin, and you might even be able to get it to turn over with a draw if that's something you're struggling with. Wow. Mike, we got a swing thoughts in the there, in the in this interview too. We've got I, so we've got two sets <laughs> of swing thoughts in our yeah. show today. No, Steve, that's perfect. And I know, like I said, I know it's a very uh, simplistic thing and you can't boil it down to 30 seconds of, of radio. But that was awesome. And, and we really appreciate the, the knowledge and the insight. And we wish you best of luck uh, at the competition at Cog Hill next week. Well, thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate right. it. That is Steve Kois. Uh, you will find him at Cog Hill September 11th through the 18th for the uh, long drive competition there. And uh, Barry and I will try and fail miserably to hit it 400 yards. We will certainly be uh, nowhere close to that. But uh, we will try. The, the one thing I wanted to mention, Mike, is it. it I, I, and uh, just it's September 11th through the 19th. So 19th. Uh, Appreciate just that. To, just to just for the sake of accuracy, it hurts me when we are inaccurate. We don't. We like have it. journalistic standards here on the scorecard. We, we and, try. Well, sort of. <laughs> Well, we we do appreciate it, and, and that was excellent stuff with Steve. Uh, when we come back here on the scorecard, we will have our Swing Thoughts segment. Uh, Chris B Gumbach, head pro at River Forest Country Club, will join us when we return here on the scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score. Just let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like okay. that. Okay, I'm not talking. Stop talking. And now, the Scorecard presents Swing Thoughts, some free advice from the best teachers in the game. 
And it is time for Swing Thoughts here on The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito here with you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8. Time now, Barry, to head on out to our score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Now we find the head pro at River Forest Country Club, Chris Gumbach, joining us. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Great, Chris. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, we're going to hear a little swing thought in a second, but I know you've got a really uh, a big uh, charity event at, uh, uh, that you're uh, put on for the last several years. Um, I guess this is the 11th annual Birdies for Charity fundraiser for, uh, that, uh, that you uh, run, and um, it's uh, Tuesday, September 7th, the day after Labor Day. So uh, give us a little insight on that and tell us what it's for, what you're raising money for. Well, thanks for uh, for you guys for having me on this morning, and uh, 670 for always uh, promoting the event. It's been a great partnership. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so we're 11th annual Birdies for Charity. It's an event that uh, Travis Johns, who's the director of instruction over at Medina Country Club, and myself founded. Uh, we try and uh, play up to 90 holes in one day with a number of local club professionals here from the Chicagoland area. We're going to have about 35 guys playing this year, and gals, I should say, uh, raising as much money as we possibly can uh, by how many birdies we each make or eagles that day. And we get our members and students and families and patrons to pledge that uh, dollar amount per birdie. And at the end of the day, we add up all the money and we divide it up uh, with some really great charities. We've had uh, longstanding partnerships with Lurie's Children's Hospital, Ronald McDonald House of Chicagoland in Northwest Indiana, Juvenile Diabetes Foundation, and our own Illinois PGA Foundation, which supports programming like uh, the First Tee and other programs uh, for golf in inner Chicago and surrounding areas. So you've you last year it's you raised a three hundred fifty grand. That's a lot of money, and that's a tremendous uh, a tremendous amount of money for these charities. Um, how how do people do this? How do you if you wanted to uh, uh, sponsor somebody or, or donate some money? What uh, what do you do? Well, sure, yeah. I mean, just uh, touching on last year. I mean, we weren't even certain if we were going to be able to have the event. Obviously, with the worldwide pandemic and everything going on, and uh, we were really fortunate that the pros got behind it, and we were able to have it and still be able to raise. Yeah, I'd say three hundred fifty thousand dollars last year. We're able to surpass $2 million in 10 years. We've raised $2.3 million in the 10 years. Uh, and it is all based on just, uh, like you say, people giving. We have a great website. It is ipgabirdiesforcharity.com. Uh, if your pro is not playing in the event at a club that you play at, whether it be public or private, you can go on there. You can see the list of the 35-plus professionals that are playing. You can make a straight donation right on that website to any one individual. You can also donate just a flat amount, if you would like, straight to the um, event itself. You don't have to pick a professional if you don't want. Um, And then, obviously, if you see a a pro's name on there that maybe is at your club or that you know uh, through a relationship, uh, you can make a straight donation uh, with them as well. So there's a couple different ways you can do it. And I notice here that Patrick Manley, the uh, the score's own Patrick Manley, former Chicago Bears long snapper, and I, I think he played on the Bears longer than anybody else in history, uh, is going to play in the event. Last year he made 16 birdies, so if you want to, can you go on there and, and back Patrick Manley? So Patrick has always obviously been a, a big fan of golf. He has done uh, a ton 
for uh, golf in the Chicagoland area, whether it be through his own accords or through the media outlets that he's been involved in over the years. Uh, so last year, Patrick kind of agreed to uh, be our local celebrity and put a, put a little bit of a, a local flavor on it uh, outside of the golf business, and he uh, thoroughly enjoyed the day. Uh, he, he raised some great money for the event last year and was all in on being part of it again this year. Uh, it's great having Patrick out. He's a, he's a super guy, uh, regardless of his fame with the Bears and all. He's just a, he's a super guy, huge heart, a good golfer. And, yeah, his name is listed on that website along with every other golf professional. You could certainly pick uh, Pat Manley and pledge anything you want to him. Yeah, all right, Pat. Now, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, Pat is great, and I'm sure you really had to twist his arm to, to get him out there again to, uh, to, to, to play some golf. Uh, I, I often joke with him that I think he likes golf more than football, and I really think he probably does. But uh, uh, anyway, I, I digress. Right. Talk- I, I do. I, I think you're correct. <laughs> We're talking with Chris Gumbach, uh, head pro at River Forest Country Club. Now, Barry mentioned off the top that uh, it's going to be at Oak Park Country Club on the 7th because of some renovations, but that's got to be exciting, too, the renovations you guys – are going to be doing at River Forest. We're, yeah, uh, we are doing some really exciting. Uh, we're redoing all of our tee boxes, uh, our putting green, our long range, and um, some clubhouse exterior work. So, yeah, we're uh, we're going to be under a little bit of construction here this fall, and uh, I cannot uh, give enough kudos to uh, Carson Celine, his staff, the members, and the board down at uh, Oak Park for stepping up and allowing us to have the event down there. They know how important it is, how much money we raise annually. And um, so, yeah, we're really excited to, to get uh, down to Oak Park. And then uh, next year, hopefully come back to River Forest and show the guys uh, what we've done. And it'll be real exciting. All right, Chris, we've talked a lot about the charity. Now we got to help people improve their golf games. I know that you play in uh, – in uh, charity events yourself, and you see a lot of amateurs out there um, sometimes not exactly uh, swinging it as well as, uh, say, Patrick Cantley. Uh, what, what, what? Uh, any, any advice you can give us, poor hackers? I'll give. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it's perfect timing for this call because I just got done recently playing uh, up in the Big Lurie's Founders Board Pro Am. Uh, that's run by uh, Nick Papadakis up at uh, Old Elm. Yeah, excuse me, not Old Elm, on Wednesday. Oh, and, yeah, now you're um, in trouble. You know, uh, it, I had a group of really great guys uh, in the group. We played okay, but um, one of the guys specifically in the group says, hey, you know, I shoot around 110. How do I get to break 100, right? And I said, <laughs> well, I said, you know, there's a couple common themes that amateur golfers, especially when in, they're in that 100-plus range, I said, it's not terribly hard to drop 10 shots. Um, and I said, number one, I said, you have to learn pace of putts. You know, you, you watch a lot of amateur golfers that really struggle on the greens, and you know that they're just giving away shots, not even from around the once they get on the greens. And so I worked a whole bunch of them on just, you know, understanding what the swing of the putter is versus, you know, let the putter swing itself instead of you swinging the putter, that kind of mentality where, you know, they don't hit a 10 footer eight feet by, or they don't hit a 20 footer 10 feet short, right? You can eliminate four to six shots around just by taking away your three putts or your four putts. Right. Um, So we try to explain what you can gain on the green. And then for the most part, other than one player in that group, you know, all the three other amateurs, 
the typical ball flight, right? The typical ball flight is almost predominantly left to right for a right-handed golfer. And so without, you know, trying to get into monster swing mechanics, and we all know that none of us have tons of time to spend on the range. And you're, or I shouldn't say a lot of golfers are casual, right? They want to be able right. to go out, have you a good they time, to but they still work. want to be able to perform. Yeah. Yeah. They have to go to <laughs> and work. Said, That's the problem. Right. And they got to go to work. Their work isn't spending seven hours on a driving range working on their game or they wouldn't be 110 players. And I said, guys, I said, the simplest way to lose less golf balls to hit more fairways, right. Is to really understand what that club face looks like at impact. And we just gave him that real simple kind of release the club in front of your chest drill, like you're playing baseball, um, you know, feel that toe releasing over the heel and then try and bring it down to ground level. And if amateur golfers could understand their club face at impact from tee to green and then understand the feel on the green of the putter swinging to the length and to the pace of the, uh, of the length of the putt, they can drop 10 shots in a heartbeat, especially around that 100-plus range of a shooter. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of funny. As we went through this round of golf, all of a sudden, their golf ball started getting straighter. Their putts started getting closer to the hole. And I think, uh, you know, the, the three of them absolutely understood it. And after a couple hours together, it's actually kind of fun watching. So yeah, you I got to imagine you got to go to your PGA professional and get a little, get a, just a little bit of guidance. It help you a lot. Absolutely, because that's I think people are, you know, people are afraid that the, it's going to be a, a you know tear it down to the foundation and rebuilding process, which you know that happens occasionally if the person's willing to really dedicate the time. But there's very few PGA golf professionals that want to take somebody back down to the foundation because it's 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 very you know hard to do that. So you want to be able to equate some tips and equate some practice drills to a golfer that they can put into their, you know, daily practice or weekly practice or monthly practice, whatever they get to do that they can bring to the golf course and not have their mind uh, uh, fried before they even tee off because that a lot of times happens and it doesn't help people. They got to, you know, you got to have some very simple basics and some very simple thoughts to go out to be able to lower your scores. Hey, we should also mention before we go that the Central Illinois PGA Chapter is holding its own Birdies for Charity event on the same day. Uh, they are uh, they're supporting the Advocate Broman Neonatology Program in Normal and the Children's Hospital of Illinois in Peoria, as well as the Illinois PGA Foundation. So those guys are doing their thing uh, down, down in the Central Illinois, too. I just wanted to get that in before we go. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, so uh, much Steve, for, yeah. yeah. Steve Ork, Steve Ork was a great supporter of Birdies for Charity, and he's done a country club at Decatur, and he kind of did his own thing and uh, it ran with the concept. And it's also on the website as well. So doing their uh, kind of central area. So uh, thanks for mentioning him. That's great. Yes. No, we we are glad to do it. Uh, talking with Chris Gumbach, head pro at River Forest Country Club, and Chris, the, the website you said is ipgabirdiesforcharity.com If you want to donate, correct? That's it. All right, so IPGA Birdies for Charity, if you'd like to donate. Uh, the event coming up on the 7th, a few days from now, at Oak Park Country Club. Uh, soon to be back at River Forest after the uh, renovations, but it's at Oak Park Country Club this year. Chris Gumbach, we appreciate you joining us this morning on the Scorecard. Guys, thank you so much for having us and promoting the event. It's wonderful. 
Anytime. Thank you, Chris. Chris, come back from River Forest Country Club. When we return here on the scorecard, some Ryder Cup conversation with Mike Gilligan from the Chicago District Golf Association, who also is a former Ryder Cup tournament director. That's Barry Cronin. I'm Mike Esposito. You have the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score. Log on to cdga.org slash contest to register to win a CDGA season starter pack. In the pack, you'll get an imperial hat, towel, and zero friction super tube with spectrum mat balls, tees, and universal fit glove. Everything you need to start the season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 